Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to It's Your Ego, Stupid, a show lovingly intended for millions of spiritual, intelligent, and imperfect people like you who may at times be led into ego stupidity, a lesser version of yourself and a lesser version of life. This show will give you a much deeper understanding of what ego is, what it's doing to your life, how it can weaken your human and spiritual wellness, and how you can heal in each of these areas if needed. It's Your Ego, Stupid will heighten your awareness of the intense link between your ego and spirit, your humanity and divinity, and the synergy that can lead to the best version of you and your life. Your host is Dr. Nick Martin, a licensed psychologist who has worked in the clinical, university, school, and private practice settings over the past 40 years while serving as a therapist, diagnostician, educator, and consultant. Welcome again to It's Your Ego, Stupid, and now your host, Dr. Nick Martin. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Nick Martin, and thank you for listening to It's Your Ego, Stupid. I hope you've had a great week as you go about meeting the many challenges of your daily life. Boy, there seems to be even more challenges as we go forward with the changes that the coronavirus has had, both on financial and social interactional activity, as well as the challenges of working with the Black Lives Matter movement and hopefully moving us forward into a better world for all of us. Uh, As the intro said, this is a show for spiritual, intelligent, and imperfect people like you and me, who may at times be led by our ego, our ego energy our ego voice into something I call ego stupidity, a lesser version of ourselves and often a lesser version of life. Ego stupidity that can be weakening relationships with many people in our lives, particularly family and even ourselves. Lots of unhealthy conflict going on with relationships such as with our spouses or partners, maybe our children or even siblings. Ego stupidity that can be making it hard to deal with all of the inevitable changes, adversity, stressors, and conflicts that happen in all of our lives, happening when they are managing us rather than our managing them. Ego stupidity making it difficult to achieve with our potential and to experience a sense of purpose and meaning to our lives. Many are feeling a lack of satisfaction in their work and feel like they are standing still. Ego stupidity that can make it difficult to grow our mind with truth, while keeping us stuck in faulty beliefs, values, attitudes, and prejudices. As an example, fake news people can buy into even when the truth is obvious. Ego stupidity making it difficult to feel genuine, lasting happiness, while often leading us into unneeded anxiety, anger, guilt, or fake happiness being substituted for the real thing. Finally, ego stupidity that can be impacting our spiritual wellness and our ability to be the love, the life, and the energy God is in our daily thoughts, words, and deeds. Our ability to be the love that is unconditional, connective, unburdened, and unlimited, which the love God is. Our ability to recognize the presence of God in all of life, including ourselves, and honoring it with respect at all times. And also being able to take advantage of the transformative and healing energy that God is when we are willing to connect to human and divine truth. 
There are lots of places for ego stupidity to unknowingly show up in our life. If things aren't going as well as you'd like, you've come to the right place because a lot of what's going wrong has something to do with our ego energy, which is serving as the fuel for ego stupidity. It's often the unseen and unrecognized source of what's going wrong, both humanly and spiritually. This is a lesson I've learned from thousands of people, just like you. Over the past 40 years, you've been my teachers and have taught me with your lives and relationships and experiences what I know and I'm sharing with you about ego, ego energy, and the ego voice that can be impacting your life. The days of living in the darkness of what ego energy is doing in and to our lives, both humanly and spiritually, are over. My shows are intended to shine and share lots of light on all of this, and healing it with ego medicine when and where needed. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to It's Your Ego Stupid. During our program today, we're going to take a closer look at the difficulty that higher ego flexibility can have on loving ourselves, loving others, and receiving love in healthy ways. As I've mentioned before, loving ourselves is very important. It appears to be an important doorway to other aspects of life that are also uh, having a profound effect on our quality of our life, like being able to experience happiness. Genuine happiness is intimately connected to the ability to fully and healthily love ourselves, or our ability to deal effectively and constructively with conflict often requires being able to love ourselves as we go through the conflict and also to love the other person with whom we may be in conflict. So there's a lot of places for our need to be healthily loving ourselves uh, to be enhanced if it's needing to be enhanced in order to get on with living the great life that we are all meant to live. Uh, today we're going to look at some of the symptoms of difficulty in loving ourselves, the ego stupidity that is often at work, there are insights that are needed to shine light on what's happening below the surface at the roots, and the ego's impact on our spiritual wellness, our ability to be that love, life, and energy God is that I mentioned earlier. People with higher ego flexibility often think that others know and own the truth about what love is, and they must learn it from them. They are often looking outside of themselves for answers and truth about love. Notions about love and believing others own the truth about it are very strongly connected for them. And the more they think others own this truth, the less time they spend trying to learn the truth about it from within themselves. And this can lead to some very distorted and disturbed ideas about loving themselves and loving others, because they often run into and listen to the wrong people when it comes to learning about love. And this can include any of the rules about love, who can share it, who to give it to or not give it to, who to receive it from or not receive it from, and what represents love and so on. These rules are often quite faulty, but they don't know it. And this is happening even though they are intelligent and spiritual and mentally stable persons. They often have difficulty knowing the difference between good, truthful, and reality-based ideas about love, and those which aren't. And they have difficulty knowing who the right and wrong people are to listen to. They're very gullible. And they're naive and too trusting of the wrong ideas and the wrong people. And this will often lead to a lot, whole lot of unhealthy loving. And the last person they often listen to is themselves. Because somewhere along the path of life, they learned not to do that. And they learned the lesson very, very well. Does any of this sound familiar to you or for somebody you know? There are millions of people that do have this difficulty. They are unhealthily loving themselves and others because there are billions of people on the planet and every one of them has an ego, just like you and me. This difficulty in loving ourselves and others has a lot more to do with our ego energy 
and a lot less to do with how smart we are. The absence of spirituality or the presence of any mental illness. Those are often the go-to reasons uh, that people use to explain why they are having difficulty in the area of love. But they don't apply. It's our ego energy at work to create these difficulties. I want you to take a look to see if you or maybe somebody you know is experiencing any or several of the symptoms and reflections of ego stupidity I'll be talking about involving love for oneself and others. I want you to diagnose you because you are the only one living you 24-7. So here we go. Here are some symptoms that can serve as a beginning point for you to consider whether you or somebody you know are experiencing higher ego flexibility and if there is a need to improve on loving yourself and receiving love from others. So the first symptom, you believe you must receive love from others in order to love yourself. You you believe that others must offer and give you love in order for you to be able to love yourself. That love comes from without, not from within. And here are some questions that tie in with the symptom to take you further into it. Do you need people to say or do loving things in order for you to feel good about yourself? Do you need people to show you that you are worthwhile? Being unable to experience a sense of being worthwhile from within. And do you question whether love can come from within yourself? Again, lots of times in earlier on in life, people learn some terrible ideas about where love is located, where to be, receive it from. And often it's suggested it comes from without rather than from within. Another symptom. You believe the way to love yourself is to become more like others in the way you think. To become more like them. To become more linked to somebody else's truth rather than your own. So some more questions linked to that symptom. Have you tried to become somebody you're not? People with high ego flexibility often try to replace themselves, particularly their ideas and values and beliefs, with those of others as a way to loving themselves. So do you also look for leaders or people to follow while having difficulty with looking at yourself as your leader, somebody that you can follow? And can you look up to and respect and trust yourself? People experiencing higher ego flexibility have a lot of difficulty doing that. We'll go to the third symptom. You believe others will love you less if they learn that you don't share the same thoughts and beliefs and values as they do. So you're feeling concerned about what they would think about you and how much they would like or love you if they found out what you really think or want to think. In a way, you're becoming a prisoner of what others think in an effort to get their love or to at least keep their love. So do you conceal your inner thoughts and beliefs and ideas when they tend to be different from those who love you? Do you try to make your ideas or beliefs fit in with those of others you respect? Sort of getting into bending things so that they can fit more closely with what you think other people want you to think so that you can continue to receive their love. And do you think others will love you less if they find out what you really think, what you really believe? So these are things, questions that tie in with that third symptom. The fourth symptom, you believe that giving love to yourself is selfish. That giving love to you, the offering love to yourself, being nice to yourself is selfish. Again, that's usually something a person has learned somewhere else in their earlier life. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And they hold on to, uh, rather than understanding uh, that it's healthy to give to yourself. Certainly not in selfish ways, but still giving to yourself. But this tends to be viewed in a very generalized way that any kind of giving to yourself is reflective of being selfish. So did somebody teach you that you must always put others first? That everybody comes before you do. And if you don't do that, you're not loving them and you're being selfish. Or did you learn that it's wrong to give to yourself? That giving to yourself is wrong. Do you feel guilty when giving to yourself or loving yourself. This is a, a feeling that often arises in people who have a distorted understanding of love and what help, the healthiness of giving to oneself as well as giving to others. And some people have a guilt button that other people can press very easily by pointing out that because they're taking care of themselves, that they're um, not being loving. And one last symptom before we go to our first break. You believe that failing to give others love is always selfish. Okay, so do you have trouble saying no to people? There are times when it's a healthy thing to say no. That's one of the things that many parents who are good parents understand, that there are times when you say yes to your kids, and there are times when you say no. And both can be very loving. Uh, so people may feel they have trouble saying no to people because they learned at some point in the past that that wasn't okay. And do you feel guilty uh, saying no to people when it's the right thing to do? And also, do you have trouble knowing when to say no to people or loved ones? Because there are times when no is a really loving word. It's a really important word uh, to tell our children because it indicates that we're giving our children and we're giving others, perhaps, what they need rather than what they want. And giving people what they need is a very loving thing to do. As we leave our focus on some of the symptoms, I want to mention that you don't have to have all of the symptoms or you, and you don't have to have each one of them all of the time to be experiencing higher ego flexibility. But the more symptoms that you do have, and the more often they occur, the stronger they indicate higher ego flexibility that needs to be healed. And also, you're going to need to consider the symptoms over time in order to get a clearer picture of what's going on, because our ego energy really can hide quite well from us, even though it's often in plain sight for others to see, if not ourselves. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid. This is Dr. Nick, and I'll see you after the break.
Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Om Times. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Om Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Om Times endeavor. Host your show with Om Times Radio Network. My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Own Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. Dr. Nick Martin here. I want to invite you to visit my website, egoandspirit.info, where you can find lots of information on ego and download your free ebook copy of It's Your Ego Stupid. Fix it to fix your life. Also, please visit the shop page where you can find each of my other books, Ego Therapy, Ego Spiritualism, and The Two Voices Within. A social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid, a program for intelligent, spiritual, and imperfect people, just like you and me. Now we're going to take a look at ego stupidity and when it's happening in a higher ego flexibilities person's ability to love themselves, love others, and be loved by others. As a reminder, ego stupidity is happening when we are engaging in ego-rooted, that is, ego-energy-rooted, non-reality-based thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that we have formed, not ego. So ego did not form. It just supplied the energy, the fuel behind which we developed them. And it's reflected in how we see ourselves, our life, our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. So we're, we're looking at all those things about our life in what I call an ego energy prism or filter. So we're not looking... There's something in between us, and it's this ego energy filter that will influence how we look at things, how we see things, our take on the things that we're thinking and are, we're feeling and doing. And when that prism has power or flexibility or vulnerability in it that's unhealthy or what I also call as imbalance, meaning it's too high or too low uh, on the volume scale, it can often lead us to conclude that the abnormal things we think or feel or do are normal. And that becomes our abnormal normal, which I'll be sharing with you in, in the reflections of ego stupidity. Now, you might be saying, well, why can't I see that? Why can't I see it? And maybe why can't I change it? Well, part of the thing is you already know that you are a smart person and you know you're a spiritual person and you know you're a stable person. And all of those things are you. And that makes it more difficult to question, to see the abnormality in what's happening within your thoughts and feelings and behaviors. It makes you see everything as being normal. And because you haven't had the explanation I'm offering to you to understand more deeply what's going on inside of you and others, you stick with what you are concluding. And, not, and making it more difficult to really question any of the abnormality in what it is. But now you have this alternative explanation, and that is what's going on with your ego energy. Ego stupidity has nothing to do with being stupid or not being a spiritual person or being under the influence of a mental illness. 
because we're all intelligent and we're spiritual and we're stable people. But we've gotten caught up in the web of an abnormal world of our own making, involving thoughts and feelings and behaviors that we create from higher ego flexibility, particularly regarding today's focus on love and loving ourselves, loving others, and receiving love from others. And we can stay stuck there, and many people are, until we heal it with ego medicine, which is these three things. Learning and understanding what ego is and what it isn't. Being able to tune into your ego energy, meaning getting a sense of the volume level. And also being able to replace ego-rooted, non-reality-based, truth-disconnected thoughts, beliefs that you created. So if you created them, you can recreate them. Okay, now I'm going to mention several reflections of ego stupidity. And some of these may sound or seem wrong or strange or weird. Just like some of the symptoms may have felt seemed that way. Well, that's because you're not living in that energy. But people who are are doing that, and there is that is their abnormal normal, even though they don't realize it. Their abnormal normal is what probably they're concluding is their normal, but they they don't know it. So engaging, for example, a reflection of ego stupidity, engaging in misguided or inappropriate or stupid efforts to get love from others, rather than giving it to yourself. So oftentimes people try to, they compromise their moral values in order to be loved, or they lower their standards for what offering and receiving love will involve. Uh, Sometimes they're busy buying love or trying to buy love from others, or maybe selling love to others. Again, all of these are distorted ideas. They're non-reality based uh, ideas, their truth disconnected, ideas and behaviors connected to what love is. Another reflection of ego stupidity is proving to others that you are worth loving. People with higher ego flexibility often feel they have to prove to others that they are worth loving. Sort of ties in with what I said earlier, but the whole idea is proof. Proving that you are uh, worth being loved by other people. That is a non-reality-based way of thinking about love, that someone's worth is connected to. Someone's ability to be loved must be proven. Uh, the reality is we don't have to prove anything to do with love or being loved to anybody. We don't have to prove we're worthy of being loved to ourselves, and we don't need to prove to others that we're worthy of being loved by them. When it comes to love, it's unconditional. It doesn't require the condition of being proved. Another reflection of ego stupidity may involve earning love or trying to earn love from the wrong people. And often it's being done in order to get trust and respect and acceptance and a sense of belonging. These are the, I call them psychological rewards that people who are dealing with this higher ego flexibility because they don't know who the wrong people are. And I think this is something that happens for many young people, teenagers or people who gravitate to gangs, who uh, the gang is supposedly in the group or, you know, they're offering them love with the condition that if you do what I want you to do, and uh, we're going to show you a lot of these rewards, we're going to love you for, uh, in exchange for your complying with our requests. So it's this whole thing of earning love that starts to take place. Another reflection of ego stupidity is thinking, if I think more like others, I can like myself more. So it's like if I become more like who they are, particularly in their attitudes, and if I acquire their values, and I acquire their beliefs, this will allow me to like myself more and love myself more. Now, again, that's ego-rooted, non-reality-based thinking. Uh, That's ego stupidity uh, because liking or thinking uh, like other people is not a prerequisite to liking and loving yourself. So you're, in a way, telling yourself something that's just not true. 
And this is happening for somebody who is intelligent. They're not unintelligent, and they're a spiritual being, and they are not mentally ill. But still, we have this ego stupidity that's creeping in, built upon the energy that's at work. And another one is people thinking or thinking that others will love you more because you agree with them. So the idea that they are loving you more because you agree with them, they may not be. They may not be loving you any more than they would if you disagreed with them. But there's a misperception of people. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply and how they are and what they want and how they're going to react to you. Another reflection, thinking you can love your... Well, that's actually the same as something earlier, so I'm going to switch off. Thinking I can get genuine love when being disingenuous with people. So if you are pretending to give people what they want in that you pretend that you think like them, and you pretend that you believe like them and that you have their values. And you think in exchange you're getting genuine love from them because of your being disingenuous, dishonest about what you're actually thinking or believing. Well, that's a reflection of, of ego stupidity because that's non-reality-based thinking. We can't get genuine love from people by being disingenuous. And so reality-based thinking is to realize that we can only get real love from others by being real with them. Another reflection of ego stupidity is when you abandon yourself in order to feel more connected to others. Something that, when I say abandon, I mean you start to abandon what you really think and what you really believe, what you really value in an effort to feel a greater connection to other people. Uh, this is something that higher people with higher ego flexibility get into. It's as if, well, if I can lose myself in other people, uh, I can feel more connected to them. But they're always bringing that person that they are truly are into the situation. So it's it, you don't fully abandon yourself. You're always a part of what's going on in that relationship. So Abandoning yourself cannot be a strategy for being able to feel more connected to other people. And deep inside, you know it. Okay, uh, another reflection, giving people what they want rather than what they need, which can be harming them. People with uh, higher ego flexibility, similar to what I said in the first segment, may often have confusion over what they should be doing and uh they are often consumed with the idea, well, if I can give people what they want, uh, that's a good thing. And um, not giving them what they need and failing to realize that that can actually be doing more harm. That's sort of the enabling thing that sometimes people get caught up in. They can't stop enabling uh, some of their loved ones because they don't want to lose their love. Uh, and sometimes their loved ones figure out that they can press their button by 
you know, claiming that the person is failing to give them what they need when actually what they're really doing is not giving them what they want, uh, which isn't something that's necessary. But people with higher ego flexibility are very gullible in that regard. They can be had, so to speak. And one more uh, before we move ahead, we talk about ego insights, feeling guilty when you deny people something that can harm them. So people feel guilt, feeling that emotion, that's ego stupidity. I feel guilty when I don't give something to you that can harm you. Now, think about that. That's really kind of twisted. You know, that's, that's, that's twisted. That's ego stupidity because we don't feel guilty for denying people things that can harm them. But again, that's the world of the person with uh, higher ego flexibility, the realm in which they operate. I'm going to go ahead now to talk about some specific insights and understanding and awareness connected to higher ego flexibility that you want to get to know and to work on in order to help heal it with ego medicine. These insights are connected to Higher ego flexibility can help you to better see what's going on behind the scenes and beneath the surface when it comes to loving yourself and loving others. These insights are intended to help you see more of your ego blindness when it comes to loving yourself and others. Here are, they, here are a few of them. Your higher ego flexibility voice is stopping you from seeing that loving yourself must begin from within. Again, it's, it's preventing you from seeing that the love that we need to experience needs to come within. And it's stopping you uh, from doing that. Also, your higher ego flexibility voice is leading you to distance yourself from and to abandon yourself in a misguided effort to love yourself more through others. So this idea of losing yourself this is coming forth as a result of your higher ego flexibility voice. And you're answering that voice, so to speak, the energy with the thoughts that you have about distancing yourself from you and abandoning yourself in an effort to get more love from others. Another insight. Your higher ego flexibility voice is making you a hostage to the wrong people who often ask you to reject yourself and to think like them in order to receive their love. It's making you a prisoner of what other people want and preventing you from being connected to you. Also, your higher ego flexibility voice has led you to misunderstand the importance of giving to yourself and the unconditional love you must give to yourself. We must all be willing to unconditionally love ourselves. Uh, if we're failing to do that, we aren't listening to our spirit and we're not speaking with our voice. Also, your higher ego flexibility voice stops you from seeing that when you're withholding love from others at the right times and in the right places, it's often an act of love when it involves giving others what they need rather than what they want. It's actually an act of love, but your higher ego flexibility is getting in the way of your really recognizing that. Also, your higher ego flexibility voice is causing you to misinterpret phony displays of trust, acceptance, respect, and belonging as genuine displays of love. And this is something that people who are gullible and naive, uh, people that are in roles I talk about in the two voices within, such as the cultist, the puppet, the adult child, they often are taken in by other people's phoniness. They don't see it for what it truly is. And to know it's truly phony, just know that it'll all be gone if you're not, not continuing to do what is being asked of you. So one more insight, uh, your higher ego flexibility voice is preventing you from recognizing the distortions about love that you are getting from the wrong people or those with personal agendas. Uh, being able to see these people and the distortions for what they truly are is not seeing the, 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 the potential secondary, we call it secondary gain, 
in what people are asking of us uh, in exchange for being loved. So as we leave this focus, uh, these are some of the insights you'll need to work on getting in order to deal with the symptoms and the ego stupidity happening in your life. We're now going to go to our second break. When we return, we're going to take a look at ego's impact on our spiritual wellness when it comes to loving ourselves and loving others in healthy ways. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid. This is Dr. Nick, and I'll see you after the break. Conscious Connection, Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Connect at ohmtimes.com. Ohm Times, creating a more conscious lifestyle. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of Ohm Times Magazine's flagship radio show, What is Going On? My passion is sifting through information, research, and innovations from new thought teachers, speakers, and researchers, pushing back the boundaries of what we know about life, energy, metaphysics, and the universe. I love shifting perceptions about who we are, why we're here, and how quickly impossible becomes normal when we open our minds, expand our awareness, and accept that the only limits that exist are those we place upon ourselves. So if you're the kind of forward-thinking, eager investigator of what lies beyond the current reality that most perceive, why not make a date to come play with me in the field of possibilities at 4pm Pacific Time, 7pm Eastern Time every Thursday, and together we can discover what's really going on. Hi, Dr. Nick here. I want to invite you to visit my website, egoandspirit.info, where you can find lots of information on ego and download your free ebook copy of It's Your Ego Stupid, Fix It to Fix Your Life. Also, please visit the shop page where you can find focused ego meditations can help you know whether you are truly speaking with your voice in your life or ego is speaking for you. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back. You're listening to It's Your Ego Stupid, a program for intelligent, spiritual, and imperfect people, just like you and me. Now we're going to take a look at how higher ego flexibility can impact our spiritual wellness when it comes to loving ourselves, loving others, and receiving love from others. This particular spiritual impact involves gaining distance from being the love God is, the life God is, and the energy God is within our thoughts, words, and deeds. When ego energy is getting in the way of our being able to do this and having this happen in our daily life when it comes to love. So first, we're going to talk about being the love God is and ego's impact on it. Being the unconditional, the connective, unburdened, and unlimited love that God is in our thoughts and feelings and behaviors. People with higher ego flexibility often have difficulty being the love God is when they're placing the condition of others loving them upon loving themselves. This is loving yourself through others instead of being able to love yourself through you. When we're being the love God is, this doesn't require others to love us in order for us to love ourselves. So when this isn't happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality. 
and you're less spiritually well. Also, another impact on our spiritual wellness. People with higher ego flexibility have difficulty being the love God is when they're being disconnected from loving themselves by believing they must think and they must believe like others are thinking and believing in order to love themselves in a way, as I talked about earlier, losing, losing and abandoning yourself in order to be loved by you. When we're being the love God is, this involves remaining connected fully to ourselves. And this occurs despite any differences that can exist in the ways we think and believe from others. So when this isn't happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and you're less spiritually well. And one more spiritual impact. People with higher ego flexibility have difficulty being the love God is when they're placing the burden of agreeing with others upon themselves as a requirement to receive their love. In a way we're... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Creating a burden uh, or condition that doesn't truly exist because we're, t- we're talking about the unconditional love that God is. And when we're being the love God is, this comes with no burden involving our agreement with others in order to receive the love of others. So when this is happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and are less spiritually well. Okay, now we're going to take a look at being the life God is uh, and ego's impact on it. That is, being able to recognize the presence of God in all of forms of life, particularly yourself and others, and being able to honor and respect it at all times and in all places, something that for many people is not easily done, owing to the nature of their ego energy. People with higher ego flexibility have difficulty being the life God is when they are dishonoring themselves by thinking they are not worthy of loving themselves unless others do. Love does not come with the requirement of worthiness because we were born worthy. So being the life God is involves knowing God's love within you and respecting your worthiness to love yourself. And when this isn't happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and are less spiritually well. Also, people with higher ego flexibility have difficulty being the life God is when they're dishonoring themselves with notions that maybe their weaker thoughts or maybe their weaker beliefs disqualify them from loving themselves in a way unloving yourself for not being as smart as others. Being the life God is involves honoring yourself even when maybe your thoughts are different and potentially maybe weaker than others are. This doesn't stop you from loving yourself and being the life God is, continuing to honor yourself. So when that's not happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and you're less spiritually well. Well, one more, uh, dealing with being the life God is. People with higher ego flexibility have difficulty being the life God is when they are dishonoring themselves with the notion that they must be in agreement with others in order to be worthy of receiving their love. In a way, they're saying, I must become like them in order to receive their love. Being the life God is involves knowing the worthiness of being loved by all, regardless of how much you agree or maybe you disagree with them. So when this isn't happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and you are less spiritually well. 
Now we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about being the energy God is and ego's impact on it, particularly when it involves higher ego flexibility. Uh, this involves recognizing the availability of healing and transformative energy within your being when you're guided by the light of truth and understanding. That is human and divine truth. Extremely important to our lives is to be able to access human and divine truth as a means to healing ourselves, something that's been woven into us. This healing and just transformation potential comes from the wisdom of three million years of evolution involving the love, life, and energy God is. All that went into forming you, and you are the current product of all of that effort, all of that work, all of that evolution, including this capacity, this incredible capacity to be able to heal and transform when you meet it with the light of truth and understanding. And we can access this healing and transformation by releasing what I've called the pause button that ego may have placed upon it. To It's pausing your access to truth. And you can release that pause button with what I call ego medicine, which allows for our spiritual maturation. So people with higher ego flexibility have difficulty being the energy God is when healing and transformation are weakened by false notions that agreement with others is required to receive their love. You're distancing yourself from the light of truth and understanding. Being the energy God is does come with no price to be met in order to love yourself and allows you to undergo healing and transformation. There is no price to be paid, to be exacted, in order for you to engage in the healing and transformation that comes. So when this isn't happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality, and you're less spiritually well. Another spiritual impact is that when people have higher ego flexibility, they're having difficulty being the energy God is when healing and transformation are being weakened by denying themselves love from within. A love that awaits your connection. That love that's the love God is within you is waiting and ready for it, you to be connected to it. And when you're denying yourself access to that love, you're preventing the healing and transformation that has been woven into your design. So being the energy God is involves healing and transformation through the love you offer to and receive from yourself, loving yourself and receiving love for you. And so when this isn't happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and you're less spiritually well. And one more Inside, one more um, reflection of spirit, ego's impact on our spiritual wellness is when people with higher ego flexibility are having difficulty being the energy God is when healing and transformation is weakened by the need for others to love them. When we're needing others to love us, uh, healing and transformation is being prevented uh, in a way, we're asking others, we're making others responsible for loving us. Uh, being the energy God is involves healing and transformation that comes with loving yourself and knowing God's love within you. So regardless of the absence of any love from others, and when that's not happening, you're disconnecting from your spirituality and you're less spiritually well. As we move toward the end of today's program, I want to offer you a frame of reference for knowing when you're healing from higher ego flexibility and you are healthily loving yourself and others. That is, when you're healing your higher ego flexibility, this is what your, your voice will be speaking, and this is your voice. Uh, all of the symptoms and the ego stupidity that I referred to earlier was when ego was speaking for you and through you. This is now your voice as you're healing. An excerpt from The Two Voices Within. 
my love for myself is growing as i as i have come become true to myself a truth in which i honor and respect my thoughts be they weak or strong no longer do i attach any conditions to truth with which to like or love myself my thoughts reflect my human imperfection and imperfection shared by all. I must work with my imperfections as I journey further and further into truth, both human and divine. I have been given the wonderful gift of my mind with which to undertake this journey, a gift given in love and which I no longer neglect as I now embody the love, life, and energy God is. I therefore no longer refuse to know or to accept my own thinking in order to like and love myself. I no longer require the truth of others to feel good about or accept myself. The illusion that I needed to do so was preventing me from loving and liking myself as I am. I no longer feel less about myself when my own truth does not overlap with that of my neighbor. Our truths express the diverse humanity we embody, not any inherent deficiencies beyond those of human imperfection. They, not, they need not be reconciled for either of us to truly love ourselves or one another. I no longer allow others to force their truth upon me. I had so often permitted this because I believed that embracing the truth of others will allow me to experience greater love for myself. I had also made this allowance because I believed others would love me more for embracing their truth. Each of these ideas was an illusion, as love comes with neither of these conditions. I now realize that righteous neighbors would never make this demand of me, nor would I need to ask it of them. A righteous neighbor would want me to stand upon my own truth and free to be me. A righteous neighbor would share his or her own truth and honor mine, embodying the love, life, and energy God is. Again, the words of your voice when healing from higher ego flexibility. As we leave our focus on higher ego flexibility and loving yourself, give some thought to the symptoms, the ego stupidity, the insights, and the spiritual impact I've shared with you. We have reached the end of today's program. I hope that what I've shared with you can serve as a dose of ego medicine, allowing you to love yourself or to help others to love themselves in healthier ways. Also, if anything I've shared with you resonates with you, please help me to share it with others. Before I go, I want to invite you to leave questions or comments at my website, egoandspirit.info, and I'll respond to them during my next show. My program next week is going to focus on higher ego vulnerability and difficulty loving ourselves and others. These are people who often experience a lot of fear in their efforts to love themselves, to love others, and to be loved by others. There is, there are, there is lots of fear-based loving, which really isn't loving at all. And by the way, you can also purchase each of my books, Ego Therapy, Ego Spiritualism, and The Two Voices Within, as well as it's your ego stupid, it's your ego stupid, at the online bookstores for Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Balboa Press. I want to end today's program with this message. The great news is that working to heal your ego energy, using ego medicine, and by growing your awareness of its symptoms, ego stupidity, insights, and spiritual impact will allow the divine truth in your being to flow and to shine through you and allow you to fully embrace each of the divine gifts. The spiritual part of healing is a given. It's part of your endowment. 
Divine truths and divine gifts are part of your heritage that already exists within you. You need do nothing more to be spiritual. You already are. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You only need to enhance your humanity with ego medicine so that all which is available to you is given. Fix your ego to fix your life, humanly and spiritually. I want to thank you for listening and allowing me to be your servant. I want you to have a great week and please come back to my next program. In peace and love, this is Dr. Nick saying goodbye for now. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.